Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. Here are your hosts, Bill Fraser and Tony Sartu. Welcome to Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music. I'm Bill. And I'm Tony. And we have been exploring our love for music by sharing some facts and our thoughts on some of the best albums from the most recent Rolling Stone Top 500 album list. So if you're new to us, typically what we do is we talk about our personal histories with the album. We talk about social and musical context. We dig into the artist and the album a little bit. We try to give you something you might not know. We do our track review and our song draft. And our song draft is where Tony and I have fun competing against each other. We pick songs alternating and create a roster of songs, and then we put it up to a vote every single episode. So if you haven't listened to some of our earlier episodes, please go back and give us a listen. We think you'll like it. And the albums that we've covered already are with our first episode was Octung Baby by U2, Hunky Dory by David Bowie, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, Let It Bleed by the Rolling Stones, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles, Purple Rain by Prince, The Stranger by Billy Joel, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Thriller by Michael Jackson, and Nevermind by Nirvana. Before we get to our mixtape episode, we do have a little business to finish up where we discuss the results from our last episode. I'm really curious to see how this closed out with regards to our song draft results. So I'm going to go and I'm going to close out the song draft poll. I'm going to do a quick refresh, see if there's any last minute responses here. All right. And Tony, guess what? Guess what? We have a first. What happened? A tie? We tied. (laughs) (laughs) It is right in the middle 50-50. We tied. I can't believe we tied when you gave me an absolute slam dunk with your first pick. I know. I I picked something in the way because I wanted it on my roster, knowing that the mixtape was coming up as the next episode, because I wanted it in the mix, so to speak, as a song I could choose from. I was going to pick that first no matter what. So I gave, I gave you a layup. You had like fair game at whatever you wanted. I guess, you know, I did what we've talked about. I stayed true to my, you know, what I really liked instead of trying to pick something that would appeal to the folks. And, and I guess that's why I keep it. You're going to offend the audience again, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The one that I think I could have won with is if I would have taken come as you are, but, it's just mediocre on this album to me, but I'll bet you if I would have taken that with my second pick, the third overall, I'd probably win. So I think Lithium was the choice, to be honest. I think Lithium was the song you should have picked, but that's just me. Okay. Well, either way, it was a tie and uh, well done by you. So what's the standings? So we close out season one's song drafts, seven, two, and one. Well, in whose favor? Tony, I I won seven, you won two, and we tied one. All right. Well, on that exciting note, that brings us to the mixtape battle. I'm so excited about this. You you mentioned how you picked the song just so that you could have it on the mixtape. And last episode, I accused you of having this whole mixtape battle plan (laughs) 
conceived from the beginning, but you sprung it on me in like episode nine. So you've been picking songs in preparation for this mixtape battle, and all of a sudden, like listen, I look listen, back dude, at my list and it's like, what? Listen, listen, dude. I remember the day I called you to talk about it. I was out for a walk. It came to me as I was walking. I called mm-hmm. you. This is about after episode four, so <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> all right, so we're talking about mixtape battle, but. I know and you know that a lot of our audience doesn't know necessarily what a mixtape is. You know, speaking of mixtapes, I found an old mixtape in the basement that uh, me and loyal listener Ira put together back in the summer of 1990. And I wanted to hear what was on was, that tape. Was that the summer of love, Tom? <laughs> <I'm> gross. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely gross. Um, So I wanted to hear what was on this mixtape. I had to go to the gosh darn Goodwill store to find a radio with a cassette player to play this mixtape. So for our younger folks, what's a mixtape? Back in the day, you, you had a cassette tape. And if you wanted to make a tape, you had to do one of, I guess, four things. You could record it from your vinyl if you had it. You could record songs cassette to cassette if you had a dual cassette player. You could record songs from CDs later on as the technology uh, emerged, or you could record record songs off of the radio. So you would make mixtapes, and you know typically you would have you know a theme or some sort of a concept, or maybe you know your favorite artist or something like that. So everyone of me and Bill's generation made mixtapes, and that's what we're doing now. We're making a mixtape, except of course it's not on cassette. These are just playlists, but the concept remains. Recording it off the radio and trying to not get the DJ in there too much and just getting the, the song right was hard. Which inevitably meant you were like clipping like the end of the song or cutting out the beginning of songs, right? Yep, yep absolutely. So with all that said, what is the mixtape battle? So our mixtape battle is... Tony and I are going to take the songs that we drafted, each of us drafted songs over the course of the season in our song draft, and we've got a full roster of songs from each of the albums that we did our song drafts from. And we're going to make a 10-track mixtape, side A, side B, one track from each of those albums. And the goal of the mixtape is to be first, cohesive, and to tell a story. Second, to have a great group of songs that fit the story that you're trying to tell. So this isn't about just having the best set of songs, guys. You know, you have to have the best set of songs that also fit the theme, and the theme has to make some sort of sense. So we had to decide how are we going to pick who goes first for our mixtape battle, and ultimately what we agreed is that whoever wins the season gets to select whether they go first or whether they go second in revealing their mixtape. So since I won season one, I get to select whether I go first or Tony goes first. So um, what have you selected? So Tony, I am going to let you go first. You're going to let me go first. That's very kind of you. It, it is, isn't it? I, I, yes. I thought it was very gentlemanly. Well, I'm super excited because I love my mixtape. I can't wait to talk about it. And without further ado, let me introduce you to my mixtape. It's called Both Sides Now. And side A is called Youthful Exuberance. So side A begins with Let's Go Crazy by Prince. Next up, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Michael Jackson joins us with Beat It, Billy Joel, and Only the Good Die Young. And then finally, 
The end of side A is Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. Side B is called Reality Bites. We learn about reality first with David Bowie telling us about life on Mars and the girl in the movie theater. Next, U2 asks the question, who's going to ride your wild horses? And then Fleetwood Mac tells us about the chain. The Rolling Stones advise us that you can't always get what you want. And then finally, the Beatles just tell us it's all in a day in the life. So both sides now, side A, youthful exuberance, side B, reality bites. All right, so we're going to do this as just a quick hot take, obviously, because we're doing this live, right? So I'm going to say, Tony, my first blush reaction is I love side one, and I'm struggling with the thread on side two. I, I think side one, you've got a great thread of songs, and the youthful exuberance really ties together really well. Side two, I'm struggling with the thread a little bit. I, the, you can't always get what you want in a day in the life. I think connect and life on Mars, the chain and who's going to ride your wild horses kind of lose me with that thread. So it looks like you were pretty solid on the theme of youthful exuberance. And I'll just walk through it quickly then and not spend too much time here. But let's go crazy applied here is the idea of sort of teen, adolescent, young people just ready to go, just full of life and and wanting to get started, get things done. And Smells Like Teen Spirit is sort of a similar theme, a little less exuberance, but still that same, we're ready to go. Beat It is similar. You know, it's it's active. It's uh, action-oriented. And then Only the Good Die Young, similar, also upbeat. Um, and even though it's talking about death, it's just saying, hey, we're young and, you know, let's live. If it ends, it ends, but let's let's live while we're young. And then Thunder Road, you know, what else can you say about the story about just starting your life, getting in the car, and let's get going. So that's youthful exuberance. So, so I, I'm going to interject and say, now, now that you've kind of walked through it a little bit and I've had a chance to think, think about it, consume it a little bit more, I, I'm, I, I love the Let's Go Crazy, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Thunder Road. I'm, I, I think I, I kind of have similar problems on both sides of your tape is, is the, the couple of middle songs. Be- beat it. I mean, you have to pick a Michael Jackson song. So I think that probably fits your theme as best as it could. And it's a rock song. So it kind of goes with the teen spirit, but only the good die young. I'm, I just, I'm struggling for the fit there. Oh, I think only the good die young and thunder road are, are really very good fits. I, I could imagine the protagonist in thunder road talking to Mary, you know, while they're in the car, uh, speeding away if you believe that she gets in the car with him at the end of the song talking about this I, I could imagine that protagonist telling Mary uh, literally only the good die young I mean think about it you know but some, uh, some, of, some of it is the tenor of the song too though like I just think you know sonically it doesn't blend as well with the other songs on the side I don't necessarily disagree with you but to me the whole come out come out Virginia don't make me wait and then the pleading uh to Mary and Thunder Road it's thematically similar you know if perhaps maybe sonically it's not you know doesn't mesh perfectly well you know in this exercise it's a little challenging with uh, having to get michael jackson into billy joel so just um just giving think, you my just giving you my <laughs> critique so <laughs> all right so then we get to side b reality bites and here you know i re-listen to all these songs and you know life on mars what's what's the story about it's the girl in the movie theater and she's basically kind of you know it's it's uh it's a lament about how 
unsatisfactory. She finds her life and life on this planet. And she's looking to the stars. Is there something better? Who's going to ride your wild horses? Similar theme. Now, not looking to the stars, but our protagonist is singing to the to the subject about what are you looking for? You know, you want something more. And it's this wanting that we're talking about here. So Life on Mars and Who's Going to Ride Your Wild Horses is about wanting, wanting more, not being satisfied. Someone's not satisfied with what they have. The Chain, again, similar. You know, these people, the, the characters in The Chain are bound together, but they're completely miserable. They're unhappy. These people, like in the other two songs, these are people who are unhappy with the life that they're living. Then the Rolling Stones bring it together by saying, you know what, get over it. You can't always get what you want. So the first three songs are talking about people being unhappy with their realities and the Stones are saying, get over it. Um, and then finally, um, the Beatles tie it all together and really bring it back to life on Mars where the, the girl is you know, watching the picture show and, and thinking about uh, different lives. And then Day in the Life is you know, going through the paper, reading the headlines, it's all pointless, you know, so our lives are small, our lives are pointless. And that's how we begin with life on Mars. And that's how we end with day in the life. So I, I like what you did with the pairings on both sides of the first song, first song, last song on both sides. I, I might have flip flopped smells like teen spirit and let's go crazy and had smells like teen spirit one paired with Thunder Road last. I think that's probably the way I would have ordered it. Um, but I, I still like it. And then Life on Mars and Dan Life, if you didn't have that as your side two, you would have like really done it wrong. And I did actually go back and forth on Let's Go Crazy and Teen Spirit. So it was uh, not an easy uh, choice there. All right. So that's my mixtape. Bill, do you want to tell us uh, about yours? You know, I do. Um, actually, you know what, Tony? I'm going to I'm gonna flip a coin because I have two mixtapes that I made. And I'm looking at both of them right now. And I'm going to flip a coin and decide which mm-hmm. one I, I tell you about. So I've got my love mix and I've got the struggle. So. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with the struggle tone. Uh, it is, this is a hard, you know, I, I really had to come down to a coin flip for me because I really like both mixtapes. So. The struggle. Side A. I'm going to start you off with Wanna Be Starting Something by Michael Jackson. I'm going to move into Getting Better by The Beatles. From Getting Better, I go to One by U2. From One, I go to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And then I close up side A with Purple Rain by Prince. Moving to side B, I start off with Changes by David Bowie. Moving into Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel, then Jungle Land by Bruce Springsteen, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones, and Something in the Way by Nirvana. I told you we were going to see it again. All right. So I guess similar, my reactions, my instant reaction, hot take is similar to yours. Tell me, I'd like to know a little bit more about that side B, uh, particularly the transition from scenes from, Ital- from an Italian restaurant moving forward. So it really goes from changes, which is obviously about change and, and struggle and balance mm-hmm. and change to scenes from an Italian restaurant, which is a story of change over the life of a couple. 
and sure. and the changes that they go through and the and really this couple who was the king and the queen in high school is not the king and the queen anymore and the struggle that they go through in life and they, they part the best of friends but maybe they're not and they really didn't have the lives that they they expected to have to jungle land the gritty story that that springsteen tells in in his epic jungle land and then Gimme Shelter is as dark and gritty as you get. And then I close it out with something in the way because something is in the way. It's causing the struggle. It is the blocker. It is the struggle. I think that we both have a Billy Joel problem because (laughs) (laughs) because my feedback is exactly yours. That Oh, and we both went Billy Joel to Bruce. We you know? did. <laughs> we both went Billy Joel <laughs> and, to Bruce, and, yes. And, and sonically, that scenes from an Italian restaurant to Jungle Land, I'm sorry. You know, I, I think I, it's a... I, I, so, so listen to them back to back. It actually works. It actually works because you... Because you've, it starts I, with a sax on you, Jungle you, Land. You got it. And and it's got the, some piano and the violin and scenes. And it, so they actually go together sonically pretty well. I think you could, if you want to pick at the story, you can pick at the story. But I think sonically they go to they go together pretty well. Well, then so then part two is I'm not sure that the story necessarily connects. I mean, you've convinced me on that that sonically, so I I uh, I, I concede that point. But I'm not sure about the story either. So, so the the whole album is about struggle. It's about challenge. It's about there, there's people trying to tear you down with want to be starting you some want to be starting something at the very beginning moving to getting better, which is kind of a tongue in cheek, getting better. And then going to one where it's, where it starts off, is it getting better? Mm-hmm. Right. So, th- and that pairing was very intentional for me, putting those two songs back to back and then dreams where, you know, you've got all, all the imagery about the rain and the thunder, and then you move to purple rain and the, ch- and the challenges of, of lost love and, you know, only want to see you in the purple rain just really trying to connect it on a, a struggle and a, a, le- a level of challenge effectively. Like you with me, I think the side A is, is pretty good. I think, uh, you know, side B, uh, there, there's a little bit of massaging, but it, it's overall, it's, it's pretty good. So I, I would say, I think, I think we both had some challenges with some of the tracks where I had challenged myself and I, I don't know about how you felt about it, Tone, Michael Jackson and Billy Joel were my two hardest to fit in the album. Like the, the rest I could, I, I had multiple cuts of songs that I could move in from the other ones that I liked and they fit and they're like similar sonically and they, they worked. But Michael Jackson and Billy Joel were the ones that were hard for me to kind of meld together. For me, because I did like the only the good die young into Thunder Road uh, transition for me, Michael Jackson absolutely was just killing me. I just, couldn't find a way to make that work. Uh, and ultimately where I landed was the best that I could do. And then the other one was I did have a, a bit of a struggle with you 2 and ultimately going with who's going to ride your wild horses. Candidly, I had songs that I thought were a little bit better there, but they're a little deeper tracks. And, you know, with our two criteria, I just wasn't sure I was getting the right balance if I went too deep on the track. Here's how how I would massage your side too. Life on Mars, I would go the chain. You can't always get what you want. So cruel a day in the life. So I I think that maybe ties it together and uses a song that you love in in a way that kind of still sticks with your reality bites. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you you definitely hit on the so cruel that that's where I kind of wanted to go. I just wasn't sure that that was going to work, you know, in the contest. So, hey, we'll see. I really like my tape. I do believe in my side B uh, story. I think if uh, you you listen to who's going to ride your wild horses, you're going to you're going to see that story of dissatisfaction and, you know, wanting something else, something more than what you've got. Yeah. I mean, you've got some just amazing epic songs that go together, I think, pretty well. I, I think there was some on the periphery that I, I struggle with, but I'm again, we're, we're trying to critique each other. This wasn't any songs. We were from a curated list of albums, so it, and we had to pick one from each album. I think I, I would have probably had a different mixtape if I could pick multiple songs from the same album. Sure, uh, same. Well, that just about wraps it up then. Time for some final thoughts. My first thought is that we really had a blast doing these mixtapes. It was a lot of hard work. Bill, was this harder than you thought it was going to be? It was. I, I seriously, I said I had two finalists, but I had about five different cuts of my mixtape. I'll share my other, my, my love mixtape out there as well, just so that everybody can, you know, poke at that one as well. But yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun doing and, and like listening to it start to finish like a mixtape. Really just like putting it on, putting my, you know, my, my cans on just listening to it like immersively no no other sound just hearing the music and just trying to get to the team i thought that this was going to be a relatively easy exercise i did have like six probably six maybe even seven of the songs i immediately knew were going to be on the tape and uh, not just because they were my favorites but i had an idea of where i was going it was really getting those last two, three slots figured out took hours. Like I was listening to songs over and over again and just trying to really massage, you know, Michael Jackson into the mix, uh, <laughs> solve my YouTube problem. So <laughs> it, it ended up being a lot more work than I anticipated to be honest with you. Now that we've heard our mixtapes, it's time to repeat our request, our invitation, our imploring the audience to send us your mixtapes. Now, you don't need to make tapes. You don't have to send us any physical analog cassettes, but make a playlist. If you want to, Tony's got one from, he's got a tape deck that he just got from Goodwill. He can listen. So send us your mixtapes, but really your playlists, but please format them in the same format. So two sides, a title, 10 songs each. Now you guys have the advantage of not being limited to the half of the songs that we selected. So you have the whole album. So you guys should really be putting together much better or deeper or more interesting mixes. And we're really looking forward to hearing about those. You can send those to us directly through email or text, but really we would love for you to post it on social media. Uh, We have our Facebook page, Twitter account, and Instagram accounts. Bill, do you recall what those handles are? So on Instagram and on Twitter, we're Bill and Tony pod. And on Facebook, we're BNT Excellent. Great. So please submit those playlists. And the best submissions, as we've said earlier, are going to get some Bill and Tony's Excellent Adventure in Music swag. Absolutely. And and I'm going to challenge people. Be unique. As Tony said, you've got the whole list of songs. Come up with an interesting thread. Do something different with it. I, I can't wait to hear what people can do with it. Because anyone can put together a greatest hits from 10 of the greatest albums of all time. So tell us a story. All right, Tone. So for my wrap up, 
I'm going to say tremendous first season. I, I We started this as almost a lark. and Almost a lark. Is, it was absolutely a lark. All right. All right. All right. We, we started this as, as something that we didn't know what it was going to be, right? It, it was something where we've been talking about it for a while. Like, why don't we just do it and see, and see what happens with it? And it's been incredibly fun. I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about you doing this. And I'm really having fun doing this. It's, it's something I enjoy doing. It's something that it doesn't feel like work when I do it. And I can, it's, it's, it's now my hobby, effectively. You know, everything music has is, is been something that has really brought a lot of joy to my life. So, I, you know, whether it's practicing the guitar, which I still am kind of struggling and I'm not spectacular at, or listening to albums, it's brought a lot of joy to my life. And being able to talk about these albums with you and have fun with it has been just tremendous. And whether it's going to concerts or talking about the albums, music is such a huge part of, of what makes me happy. So this podcast has really added joy to my life. Absolutely the same is true for me. And one of the uh, great comments I got from my brother Rick uh, just this weekend was he said one of his favorite parts about the season, besides you know, watching us un, uh, discover things about each other, really seeing me or listening to me and my journey of self-discovery about some of my own personal neuroses. You know, we've made a lot of jokes about it, but it's, you know, I mean, it, it's funny and there's nothing serious about it, but it's also really, really true. And it's been really fascinating to really learn the, that whole contrarian thing uh, that we've been joking about and how that stems from, you know, a angry 14-year-old being plucked out of eighth grade in the other side of the country and being dropped into New Jersey and being kind of ticked off about it and being unhappy about, you know, what was going on in his life and how that, you know, really plays out in my personality even today and just how I naturally just oppose what everybody else is doing. This has just been podcast therapy. Like, you know, we, we, we're just, we're having fun talking about the songs. We're getting to know each other even better and learning about ourselves. Yeah. Tony, we have, so just to get back to the great first season, we have almost 1700 downloads, 36 countries, I'm floored. I never expected to be where we are right now. No cap. We started this as a lark. And I promise you, it didn't occur to me that we'd have listeners in 36 countries. All right. So we've already said this is the last episode of season one. We're definitely going to be doing bonus episodes. Um, and we're hard at work coming up with content for season two. And season two, we're going to start sometime in July. So we're not going anywhere. We're planning on continuing to do this. We have a tremendous amount of fun doing it. So you'll be seeing episodes from us over the next weeks and we're going to continue to have fun with it. So that's what to kind of expect coming up. We might even do, Tony, we might even do an episode on audience mixtapes if they blow us away. So if, they, if we get some really outstanding submissions I think we should consider doing one. Oh, for certain, if we have really good submissions. And we would love to have you on if you submit a really good one, but you don't have to come on. So if you don't want to be on the air, that's fine. But if you want to join us for a show to talk about your mixtape, send us a really good one, and we'd love to have you join us. So next season, are we going to do the same format, Bill? 
No, I think what we've talked about is we're going to change it up a bit and just be able to, to kind of expand things a bit. So why don't you tell everybody what we're, what we're thinking, Tom? I'm so excited that we're going to be broadening our scope to go beyond the Rolling Stone top 500 list. And now we can go away from that list and really just go with anything that we like that we know is really good. And there's been so much clamoring from the Swifties and we've promised before and it will happen next season. We'll be doing some Taylor Swift. I've said, I've suggested red. It'll probably be red, but who knows? It could be something else. It could be something newer. I love 1989. The two recent albums absolutely love, and we would love to hear from you. So if there's anything that you want us to do that, Hey, it would be really fun if you guys could talk about this. If we get multiple requests for the same albums, we're going to do an episode on it. So please, please reach out to us and, and, and give us a shout on, on things you'd like to hear. I think that takes care of all of our business for the mixtape episode, Bill. Do you want to take us out? Tony, with that, I want to thank all of our listeners as, as you and I are incredibly grateful for the support and the love that we've gotten from our listeners, from our friends and family. We're not going away. We're working on new content, as, as I said. We'll be back really soon with more facts and thoughts on our favorite albums. So stay tuned. So, Tony, um, I know I talked about having a coin flip, right? So if you're curious, I'd be happy to share what my other mixtape is. I'm curious. That's why I'm still here. All right. So, all right. So this is my love mix. Okay. All right. So. I start you off with She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel. And then I go into She's the One by Springsteen. The Girl is Mine with Michael and Sir Paul. Fill Your Heart, David Bowie. And Ultraviolet, Baby, 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 Light My Way. I First of all, I, I like it. I think it's hilarious that Fill Your Heart <laughs> makes me... <laughs> Isn't it great? Isn't it great? I'm the one that was pounding the table for this. When we did the Bowie show, you were like, this is the worst song. It has no business. Why is it here? But by the end of our discussion, you convinced me. I like like the song. And it made my ultimate. (laughs) Hilarious. All right. So that's side A. Side B, you make love and fun. Drain you. One baby to another. When I'm 64, love in vain, purple rain. So I go, I go with the good love on side A and the tough love on side yeah. B. It's my love mix. I like it. It's a little obvious maybe, or maybe it's not as challenging. I think that that was probably easier to put together, I suspect. It was easier to put together, but it's also not the best songs. Yeah. Like so, I, this this is like this is true mixtape. This mm-hmm. is like true yeah. like mixtape. This is a theme tape, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's right. So that, but when we talk about the two criteria, it's a little weak on that uh, second second one. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't get to the theme with you know, I couldn't get Jungle Land on there and keep the theme, right? Yeah. So no, that that's and that's the that's the whole challenge of the exercise. Cool. All right. Well, you know what? I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm more likely to listen to um, the love uh, mix because 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 you're the hopeless romantic, Tony. I, I'm a hopeless romantic. I was just I stopped. I was watching the boys uh, on Amazon. It's a superhero show. Love that show. 
but uh, I, I'm only saw so I'm in season one, and right when Starlight is finding out the truth about Huey, I'm like, oh man, I had to stop. I said, I don't want to see Starlight, you know, getting upset with Huey. <laughs> so I haven't watched in a couple of days. <laughs>